welcome to episode 8, damn episode 8 already of the Create Me podcast. Yeah, on today's episode we have um, Elaine Cleary, she is the organiser of Aberdeen Soup. You know, we speak about a number of things during this episode, you know, the benefits of connecting with your local community, you know, celebrating your family history. Um, also go into a bit further about Aberdeen Soup and what its purpose is. And yeah, we speak about quite a lot of interesting things, so I hope you guys enjoy the episode. And also let me let me know what you think about, you know, the intro from Mitchell Bain. Mitchell did this for me um, a while back and just kind of seeing how it plays out with the listeners. Um, yeah, so I'm, again, really enjoying this journey and I really hope you enjoy this episode. I enjoyed catching up with Elaine, um, which I have done a few times now. So as usual, like um, the previous episode, I'm going to let the rest of this wonderful intro for Mitchell Bain play out. Alright, I'll see you guys on the other side. Cheers. with your host Ike Hedlow. This is episode 8 of the podcast. Yay! <laughs> yeah. And um, today we have on this, the show is Elaine Cleary um, from Aberdeen Soup. Um, just a little bit about Aberdeen Soup. Aberdeen Soup is a micro grant in dinner celebrating and supporting creative community projects in Aberdeen. Um, yeah, I've, I suppose I just introduce you by mutual friend Tom Stowe, who's in this process doing his own business. And yeah, I've met you a few times now, haven't I? Yeah, we've come yeah. across each other now. Yeah. Now that we know each other, we can't yeah. stop meeting. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, thanks for coming on the podcast, Elaine. And um, for those, I'm sure, I think a lot of people who I spoke to about Avenue Soup, they're very much aware of what it is. But um, could, for the listeners that don't know, could you tell them a little bit how Avenue Soup came about? I do. Um, I'll try and put it in the short version. Okay. <laughs> I tend to go on a bit sometimes because uh, it's... A dinner where we get as many people from the community together as we can fit mm-hmm. into food story in one evening and they come and get a really lovely bowl of soup made by one of our friends and they sit down they listen to some music and the important part of the evening is that they get to hear from four projects okay. or ideas that um, could be projects throughout the city so people come and they pitch for five minutes mm-hmm. at the event and then everybody as they're coming in, if they donate the five pounds coming in the door, they get a voting slip. And so they get to vote then about who is their favourite okay. and who they want to win. So mm-hmm. at the end of the night then, they, all the money raised between the door and by extra donations later on, they get a very nice envelope of money going away with them to oh, develop nice. their idea or their nice. project. So yeah. they, I suppose the nice thing about Aberdeen Soup which uh, which you'll find out in March 25th, no plugs, <laughs> uh, is that it's a really lovely atmosphere for people to come together to share their ideas about what they're doing in Aberdeen City. And there's no restrictions on what you can pitch. You can be about absolutely anything. You can be a group, you can be yourself, you can be constituted, you don't have to be don't have to be a charity you can just be a person with a good idea that wants to do something and at the end of the day the benefit is coming back into the city in some way okay 
Right, so how many African supermarkets have there been since you started now? So this is going to be number six. Okay. Right. So we started uh, in November 2016. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this year we're hoping to run three. Okay, cool. And I guess like before, I think I have spoken to you like off mic and said, oh, there would have been more frequency, you know, of you doing that. But obviously there are, there are other demands in your life as well, because you're actually a teacher as well. Yeah, so yeah, I teach at Northfield Academy. So nice one, yeah. A big shout out, love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so stuff. I have a day job as well. Yeah. So yeah, it eats into my, my time a little bit. But yeah. um, in order to make the project um, a quality project, mm -hmm. we decided that this year, um, we did have it on four times last year and was quite a strain. So we said this time, if we can do three quality projects this okay. year, then we'll still be giving something back to the community and, okay. uh, and not draining ourselves as well. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be March, it'll be six, and then would there be like a, a summer one? And yeah, so hopefully it's going to be July and then maybe end of October, early November. Okay, cool. And what has the local community's response been to, you know, with regards to Abbey and Soup? Have they responded to this, this project? We've got so many people that come along. Like over the six projects, we've had average about 80 people come along wow. each time. Mm -hmm. And we had one in particular where there was 110 people in the oh, room. That's really and cool just the atmosphere and the buzz and people coming out because they're they're you know dying to know what's going on and yeah. want to know what's happening in the community and I suppose that's why um, I set this up was yeah. because I wanted to know what yeah. was going on yeah. in the community so for me it was a little bit of, of selfishness like I want to set up a project where I hear about things but it's really lovely if other people hear about things too you know <laughs> yeah. that widens the net yeah. so um, so people about 80 to 100 each time mm -hmm. um, is our usual yeah. attendance and then we do get about 10 or 12 applications okay. each time through as well yeah. so we know that there's definitely a need for people with with you know small ideas that yeah. want small amounts of funding to make those ideas happen okay. and sometimes they're large ideas and they just yeah. need that extra kickstart of funding yeah. uh, to help them out as well to yeah. to be the top up maybe or okay so what is it about Aberdeen in particular that made you get a rip that kind of made you feel like oh I want to start something here I want to connect I think I just found it a little bit difficult myself to find out about projects that were going on almost behind the scenes yeah. and I wanted to bring them to the forefront a little bit mm -hmm. because I found in other cities it was easier to find that information about things that were happening you know small little groups just going out maybe doing a bit of gardening or you know a Saturday movement yeah. uh, you know selling bits and pieces or and in Aberdeen when I moved here I just found the information wasn't as easy to find, okay. especially if you weren't in a particular uh, section of, of the community. Yeah. So if you were just you know an everyday person having to dig so far, it was actually quite um, an onerous journey to find some of the projects yeah. um, that I might, you know, something I might like to do. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's kind of started from there, really. Yeah, you definitely come across as a person to me, like, you know, you're a very busy person. I feel like, you know, you're like here, there and everywhere. It's like, oh, what's she up to now? Like social media is like, you know, so you are, I think, a person that, you know, like I think when I first met you, you said, you know, you just like to know about things and learn about things and what, almost like... I like to know about things and then tell people about things. Yeah. So they know about things and then they tell me about more things. Yeah. And, and then, you know, it's like, oh, I like that. I'm going to yeah. hop in and out of that. But yeah. I am also like a projects person. Okay. So I like to start a project get involved and then go, oh, I've got another project. I want to start okay. it too. And, <laughs> and it escalates all the time. But, you know, I suppose 
I always find time to yeah. do things that I love. Okay. You know. Okay. And I think no matter like, how busy I am. <laughs> I think definitely, like, you have that really sweet. That's, you know, it definitely comes across as something that you love. You know, I'm definitely looking forward to actually going to the one in March and buying my ticket online. Where can people buy that ticket online, by the way? Right. It's so it's on Eventbrite. Yeah. 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 We have yeah. a website, AberdeenSoup.org. Yeah. Um, you can get an application form on the on the blog mm-hmm. part of the, the website yeah. and you can also get your tickets. So tickets are also through Eventbrite. You'll okay. find Aberdeen Soup hashtag six. Cool. And there you just register for your ticket and you pay on the door as you come in. Yeah. And that way then we're able to be able to give a nice mm-hmm. a nice pocket of cash away to okay. the winners. So could you tell us about some of the previous winners and what kind of projects that kind of previously won so far? Yeah, so um oh I'm thinking about our first one actually which was um, Fiona from Me Too magazine. So Fiona has um, herself have uh, children with uh, disabilities in in different ways. And so she was finding it hard to find information about what sort of courses, trainings, maybe fun activities, days out that her kids could do. And she found that all the information was in fragmented areas. And so she put together a newsletter called Me Too magazine. So that goes out now to all the schools, um, children's centres, anywhere that, that kids might be able to pick it up, libraries, okay. etc. And so it gives parents a one-stop shop. Yeah. But Fiona has developed her project from that being her focus in the beginning to now doing what she calls relaxed sessions. So you'll hear, if you're on social media at all, you'll hear about Fiona's relaxed sessions in, so she does relaxed shopping, relaxed ice skating, um, relaxed cinema, you know, so it's where that they... They maybe turn off the tannoids, they lower the lighting, yeah. you know, so kids that have, um, a, I suppose, autism or, or something like that yeah. can can just enjoy yeah. and not feel like they're stressed out and yeah. under pressure. That's so really nice. she's yeah. done a fantastic project with Aberdeen, um, the airport, okay. where she's been giving tags um, lanyards and if you have that lanyard yeah. the staff in the airport know oh, that okay. you're a person that just yeah. needs that bit of extra assistance oh. and so they will maybe put you through priority boarding maybe yeah. get you away from all the crowds they'll help you through you know and just little things that they know so they don't make a big deal about it but they know that there's maybe certain things that you need yeah because I think you know it, it would be like if you see someone with additional support needs or that will learn disability and struggling and how members of the public respond and look, you know, that could be the look of disgust or, and there's probably, you know, a, there's definitely a lack of a look of understanding, you know, stuff like that. I think it's really a great idea that she came up with, like, you know, this happens on like, which is kind of like a common sense approach, isn't it? Like, yeah, and it's, um, it's, yeah, it's yeah, working really nice. fantastically. That's really good. I was helping her out um, at a charity shop one day uh, when she was doing a pop-up shop and one of the parents came in and he just was like, I want to thank you so much. This is just such a, you know, yeah. it was just lovely to hear that because I've been watching how her progress mm-hmm. has been going on. Yeah. And so I'm almost like like a proud mum yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of her watch. I was like, oh, yeah. you know, like I just remember her like at our first soup and she was so nervous and yeah. she's just developed so much into okay. into what she's doing. And, you know, um. We've, we've had, well, we've just had so many good projects like that coming through. You know, yeah. it's um, and I'm just having a bit of a brain blank now. So uh, yeah, awesome. you can come back to me in a minute, and I'll tell you another story. Yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> on this podcast, you probably notice me have a lot of brain blanks. <laughs> yeah. And come, oh yeah, we we'll next question. You know. Oh like, well, yeah. actually, um, I suppose another one of our winners was the community kitchen for Seafine. Oh okay. And right. so then we were able to link up with them. Yeah. 
uh, and they allowed us to use our kitchen for the next soup. Okay. So it, it helped because I didn't have to cook the soup for 120 <laughs> people fun. in my tiny, tiny kitchen, which is hilarious sometimes because there's like big soup, 10 litre yeah. soup pans on my sink, on right. my freezer, on my, you know, on my worktop. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so being able to use our community kitchen, go in there for a couple of hours, make yeah. the soups, ah, cool them down. Yeah. Oh, it just, it was fantastic. But yeah. their projects are so good. And sure, out of that, they've developed the tuk-tuk. Oh, yeah, the little tuk-tuk um, yeah. 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 Yeah, so, you know, again, it's watching the community kitchen and the ideas yeah. in Seafine develop yeah. as well. You know, yeah. we had like the tiniest, tiniest part of it. But again, I feel like I have an ownership to oh, them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm constantly watching what they're doing oh, yeah. and, and trying to see if I can, you know, yeah. Kind of support them in any way. Oh, so. no, definitely big, you know, big shout out and big ups to Seafine because in, in you know my job in education and children's services, they definitely helped out in a lot of family centres. They kind of just drop off food uh, for the families that can you know low income families that were working with, you know, such so, so, such a beneficial service and stuff. Yeah, like it that, goes so. way beyond just the yeah. the outer layer that yeah. most people see. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's all the extra things that they do behind yeah. the scenes, which yeah. is which is great. Um, and then, of course, I have an allotment down in Torrey, in Great Hope Road. Okay. And so I was delighted. Personally, yeah. I was given a bit of a, a whoop in the back of my head yeah. when the allotment market stall had yeah. won um, one of ours as well. Right. Because um, I, when I was growing veg, I used to always give them a wee bit. And if okay. I couldn't give them a wee bit, I would go and help them out on, a, yeah. on the summertime if I could at all. Yeah and man the stall on a Saturday oh, and so they sell vegetables and fruits from all over the allotments yeah. throughout the summer months from July to I think it's the end of September okay. so you get all seasonal fresh fruit and veg growing in Aberdeen yeah. and it's just the tastiest thing ever and yeah. they were looking at getting some funding to develop leaflets and, and information about how people can then cook the mm. veg that they were yeah. buying because yeah. some people wouldn't know like they just may not have bought that normally yeah. or so they were trying to develop a little bit more education around how to cook yeah. the allotment veg that's in season and what to do with it and uh, i've definitely seen some stuff like i think they like we probably get like a, in my job like a, like an email coming out and they've offered like cooking classes for families as well i think that's such a great and unique thing like because there's always that kind of thing as when low-income families who you know struggle financially to budget and easy option is to go to Iceland and farm foods, but you can really like me and my colleague were speaking this week about how you can make you know a vegetable you know a nice fresh wholesome meal out of you know vegetables and stuff you know you don't have to kind of chuck four mints in there stuff like that you know you know it's very like I'm going back to the probably like thinking of my childhood my mom was like practical yeah <laughs> cooking, like this is how we're gonna make it stretch for the whole week you know yeah like, and I come from a farming family so yeah, right. you know we just had it was like meat potatoes and a veg yeah. you know every day <laughs> and uh, I don't think I ever tasted like pasta until I was maybe like 19 <laughs> it was like pizza was probably about as exotic as our house got yeah, so at the best of times what's this fine dining <laughs> yeah you know, like... So yeah. it couldn't be grown or it couldn't be farmed then, <laughs> so, you know, within like 100 metres of it. Yeah. It's, just, it's something I want to kind of touch on about, but I've spoken to you before about, like, you know, um, community and family. And where do you think, you know, that kind of drive from, for you comes from, for wanting to unite the kind of community, get people together talking, discussing, socialising and doing that over 
food. Where do you think that kind of came from for you? It comes from the kitchen table. Yeah. It comes from, yeah. <laughs> it comes yeah. from being brought up by a, a very social and an innovative mother, I suppose. Yeah. You know, it's um, uh, who our house was always a really open house. Yeah. Um, and it's always just been a place where discussions are had, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people, people are given jobs and actions are taken. Yeah. And we go away and we solve all the world's problems. <laughs> Over a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> but you know it is. I, I just like the drive for me comes from I, uh, I suppose our family is very into um, history yeah. and and being part of history and we go out and we celebrate our history quite a lot mm-hmm. and we do that with lots and lots of other people so yeah. we go to commemorations all over Ireland and uh, celebrate different people um, for doing different things around the country mm-hmm. and when we do it's a big sense of community yeah. you know we get lots of people that come out together and the women in the, the community centre um, will, will organise the sandwiches and the tea and the men will organise the drams, you know, yeah. and you'll have scones and brack and, yeah. you know, everything that you want in there. Mm-hmm. And you all go in, you sit down, you have a cup of tea and that's where the, convers- you know, the conversations yeah. happen. Yeah. You get the formal part at the side of the road, mm-hmm. you know, listening to a guy talk about the history of what happened there. Yeah. And then you go back into the community centre and that's where the magic happens. Yeah. And for me watching 200 people maybe sometimes come out on a blustery Sunday afternoon, you know, in, in the middle of Tipperary somewhere, um, and go into a community centre and sit down and have a cup of tea and just talk to each other. Yeah. And they know each other, they don't know each other, it actually doesn't matter. They're all there for a common purpose. Yeah. And that's what I see soup as being as well. Yeah. It's that common purpose that people are coming together. And when you have something in common, you have something to start talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. it's through talking. Mm. It's a, you know, in professional life, they'll call it networking. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like to see the social networking part yeah. where people aren't under pressure to make contacts and just mm. listening and, and talking and making friends and colleagues yeah. and sometimes then even co-workers. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's a, a really beautiful thing. Just the, you know, I, I like that what you're saying, seeing people socialise and it's kind of like the kind of barriers get broken down about gender, race, and you know, cultural, you know, the cultural background, class, and stuff like that. So it's a thing once it's kind of getting on, and it's, it's a, I guess, for you seeing that now and going into the sixth at least, it must have been a really kind of like overwhelming or fulfilling, humbling experience, all these kind of things mixed into one of it. Like, oh, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. It's just. Even seeing like some people are signing up already, you know, my yeah. heart still races yeah. every time I see a new ticket registered. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh I get really excited. Um, and if anyone ever knows me, they know I get excited and I'm very yeah. optimistic quite easily. So, um, but yeah, it does. It's it it hasn't lost its spark from yeah. the very first one to now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and even though it's been challenging at times, it's definitely not. You know, I still have that that yeah. sense of achievement every time yeah. somebody registers ticket like oh, I must be doing something right somebody's heard about me oh my god that's amazing yeah. yay <laughs> it is isn't it when you do any kind of like a new project and you get like some feedback or something you don't and especially if you don't know the person it's even much more easier because the family or friend like ah oh, maybe you're just saying that I don't know you're just being nice you just like you know but then when it's a complete change you don't know and they're giving you some positive feedback I guess that kind of spurs you just the best more. feeling in the world it is, isn't, isn't it, it? Yeah, yeah. you yeah. don't go out to seek it yeah. but when it comes and it comes naturally yeah. from somebody mm-hmm. um, organically yeah. it's just the best feeling in the world yeah. yeah and you know it just kind of I suppose 
seeing people engage with soup mm -hmm. and then going away and making their own networks out of it yeah. and their own contacts and their own yeah. buzz about it and then you know that's just fantastic for me it's like oh that's amazing it's like all these people are, are meeting other people yeah. and then when you get emails from people saying hey listen we want to help how can we help what can we do and it's like oh wow this is brilliant it's like so i've got such a nice team of people around me now yeah. that you know have taken on responsibility roles and said we know do you know what we'll do that we'll take that on and that to me is like they want ownership of this project too yeah and so i'm like oh i'm sharing it it's yeah. you know and i want to share it so for me that's a total win as well yeah you know that um that kind of organic focus of mm -hmm. of people coming and saying they want to be part of it that's 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 really great and i think like you know you know we just touched on before that i, feel, I do i do feel like for myself like culturally that food is that kind of facilitator of discussion because you come from big family right or, yeah yeah, yeah. We're from like an afro-caribbean so yeah and food so is a very big part yeah, of your culture too yeah yeah <laughs> i mean like you know as a kind of example like you know when i first got with like my wife like i didn't realize what i was doing but like the culture what i'm used to so i'll be standing behind you in the kitchen and saying oh what are you gonna put in there what's that you put in there and stuff for her she'd be like what the fuck are you doing like it's how rude it is you know but i guess she's kind of like you know, she's kind of got used to that and she's kind of takes it, oh, what are you putting in there and stuff, you know? But that's the kind of culture I came from. It's not, it's not to be offensive. No, it's the just to be part of it. Yeah, the culture I come from, it would be like, <laughs> I can laugh about this, but you go to like you know, a family, like, you know, christening or wedding do, and you got, the the men get like the alcohol, they sort out getting alcohol, so the yeah. cars, like, you know, the boxes, the crates of the alcohol, and then like the family members, the women, like, okay, yeah, you do the fried chicken, she does the fish, I do the jerk chicken, I'll do like the curry goat, and I do the rice and peas, you know, you know, it's just like everyone has a job to do and stuff. Right, and but stuff. then you look at what she's doing, you're like, oh, I wouldn't really do my piece yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. The, my mum still tries to teach me how to cook all the time, okay, you know, and it's, right. um, it's uh, making sure I'm using all the right ingredients, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's, I don't think it, I think that's just maybe a whole family thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you get into a kitchen, it's, it's hard to get them out. Yeah. And smile and laugh about those kind of things I think that's like it's a part of how you grow up it's part of your childhood it influences a lot of things you do in your life as well and how you actually kind of navigate your way through social like situations as well with people and I kind of wonder like um how does you know how for you how do you what do you think um admin soup's going to be like in the next couple of years with where would you want it to go the way I'd love it to go is that it just continues to, yeah. to happen, yeah. you know, a couple of times a year. Mm -hmm. What I would love to see is is people coming on board yeah. to, I suppose, maybe make it a little bit, not bigger, mm -hmm. I won't say bigger, but add something into it. Yeah. Um, it's a brilliant showcase for musicians as well and, um, and artists that, you know, as part of an event. So mm -hmm. I would just really would love for, you know, somebody to come along and say, We'll buy the soup bowls for you you know things <laughs> yeah. like that it's yeah. a, that would be nice yeah. it's like people taking ownership more of the project yeah um and because we're not a charity or we're not a constituted group mm. or we're just a couple of people running a project yeah. we don't really have the opportunity to uh, approach a lot of people for funding which okay. is exactly what soup is doing yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we self-fund on the night oh, okay. um but we're always very tight and we'd love to do things like we'd yeah. like to get it to a wider audience of community uh, projects okay. um, and a wider audience of social entrepreneurs mm -hmm. but 
because I suppose a lot of us are we're all working full time and we're all in different areas, mm-hmm. we don't always get the audience that we'd like. Sometimes you know, like in and so we we can't target it all the time yeah. because we don't know who they are. So we we plug away a little bit, and one thing was like even flyers or you know, and it's when you realise that okay, you've raised maybe. 50 pounds in the night, right? You have to buy your soup bowls and your soup spoons yeah. and, and everything else. Although we're getting rid of soup spoons this year, I'll tell you about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, um, you know, and then you have all these costs and then you're like, you want to make sure you at least 20 quid in the bank for, you know, just in case you don't yeah. get as much the next time. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, oh, but we've no money for flyers. It's like, we've yeah, no money for a t-shirt yeah. on the night or, you know, so we do, I'd love for that part of it to grow where yeah. we're better set up mm-hmm. in terms of our marketing. Yeah. And if anyone is listening and you can help out with having soup, please get on it and just help them out. This is a, a great project, you know, like, so you're just laughing at it, you're like, shameless plug for my girl up there. But no, but you know, I think this is like, like something like this, like this podcast, and like I'm saying, like, you know, we're bigging up our local community and the creative community, and I'm sure there's a lot of creative people out there who's listening who can help out in some way. Would like know. to apply. <laughs> yeah, I would like to apply, you know, but I think it's the sort of thing, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. we, previous guests have come on the podcast and said, oh yeah, you know, they've had that kind of internal battle or like conflict or like, oh yeah, there's nothing really happening and everything. But there is that shift now, there is a change happening. I'm hoping that the, that change is, is starting to become a bit more evident. And yeah. I think it is because yeah. even within, you know, the cafe that we use as a venue mm-hmm. was donated to us for the event, mm-hmm. which was just like, that was amazing. Yeah. Um. Uh, and Food Story have just been awesome to us, like, okay. you know, because we've never had to pay for a venue. Yeah. And they then supply us with the, the food that's left over. Oh, right. So their their donation is just huge yeah. to us. You know, and I even see within the cafe, there's social trends that are changing even in the way that the cafe is operating. Right. And I really do think that lots of changes are happening and it's yeah. quite an exciting time, it actually. Is. It is, yeah. And it's nice to yeah. be in there at the beginning. Yeah, it's going to be like, well, yeah, when that time things change, yeah, I'm going to start it there. Like, you know, when I, yeah. I'd like to think so, but yeah. I'm, I'm a tiny, tiny guy, cog in the wheel, but I like to, to feel like I'm part of a social change yeah. that's happening among young professionals as yeah. well. Because yeah. I think that's where the big change yeah. is. You know, it's among young professionals. Yeah. It's uh, it's not just mm. the retired people with time on their hands, yeah. which has generally been a lot of community leaders. Mm. But now community leaders are, are starting to, I suppose, feel the urge a little bit earlier, mm. you know, than the retirement. So yeah. that's what I'd see as, as such a big shift in the city as okay. well. And some of the girls as well, because you're involved with the chamber. Junior, Junior Chamber, chamber International, yeah. yeah. Or so JCI, for yeah. short. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much of a tongue twister. And the thing is, like, I probably sound really rude. You probably told me about this a couple of times, and my head kind of goes like, oh, okay. You know, like, but if you could explain to the listeners about the Junior... Junior Chamber Chamber International, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, Junior Chamber International, uh, or JCI, Mm. has been in Aberdeen for um, this year, going on 70 years, actually. And it's an international organisation of young professionals Mm. that are looking to develop their skills, develop themselves, Mm -hmm. and also develop their communities. And so that's kind of our three three main target goals every year. Um, And for the members, we're hoping that that's what they will achieve at the end of yeah. of their year's membership yeah. and so we have um just actually we've just had our agm and so i've just been uh, re-elected as the local president again 
Yay! I get to wear a very fancy set of jeans, <laughs> which are lovely. <laughs> I get to bring them all over the world with me, yeah. So they look very fancy. Uh, <laughs> it's about the only fanciest thing I ever wear. It's like you know, um, and uh, except my sparkly trainers that I want today. But um, yeah, so and it's oh, it's just a fantastic organisation, and I've been part of this organisation for five years. Yeah. And I joined when I moved to the city first and I had no friends right. and I was finding it very difficult to make friends because at the time my knees were not in great shape so any sports activities were out the window for oh, me and that's right. kind of generally the way that I would have yeah. uh, have kind of made a network. Yeah. So um, I was looking for something that would, uh, I suppose, help me develop myself as well. Mm -hmm. So I was looking kind of for training and stuff yeah. like that. And, so I came across this, met them one night and they were out for drinks and I was like, oh yeah, they, they're looking at a right bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go for this, you know. Um, and so when I got in there, they were like, right, we're doing a fundraiser for this charity. Do you want to get involved? We're organizing a race night. And I was like, I don't even know what a race night is. And I've never organized anything in my life at that stage. So um, I got on the team for that. And the next year then, I think I ran the fundraiser okay. and got my team together and, right. and got my you know charity that I want to support and yeah. you know got people to attend and mm. developed the the quiz and everything and it was the scariest experience I think I've yeah. ever been through but then I took a, um, a part on a project team after that mm. uh, to run a national conference and then the next one I took was you know I actually ran a president's a European president's meeting mm. Um, where our entire delegation was, we had only two from Scotland. Right. The entire delegation was from all over Europe. Okay. So we had 40 countries represented. Yeah. And it was like we had to like, get all their logistics together, get them in and out of Aberdeen wow. and the whole conference weekend. And when I look back at it, it's like, God, I only joined to make friends. <laughs> you know? How did this happen? <laughs> How did it happen? How did I end up on the board? How yeah. did I end up like now, like twice as local president, you know? <laughs> Um, and then, I mean, at the end of it, that like the confidence that I've got from running these events was like, right, do you know what? I'm actually in a position to yeah. start Aberdeen Soup. Yeah. You know, because of all the skills that I've learned mm -hmm. through Junior Chamber, I'm never going to get them in my workplace. Yeah. That was never going to happen. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, and you know, we run training events for young professionals mm -hmm. like all throughout the year, and um, and it's fantastic for people that were in like my position mm -hmm. who are working in a very niche industry yeah. and who don't get the bigger picture of the training and stuff that I like, although I worked with communities at the time in economic development, um, I wasn't getting maybe access to public speaking training or presentations okay. or, you know, um, debating, yeah. you know, which was more about getting your point across. Okay. And I was finding it sometimes very hard. I worked with a lot of, very strong personalities and I found that I tended to wilt away in the background okay. a little bit and just keep my ideas to myself yeah. and sometimes as well I have to process information it takes me a little bit longer so I don't come up my answer straight away so yeah. by the time the conversation is over like, oh. like it's done and I've had this great idea <laughs> 10 minutes later but I can't really bring it up then so it um you know so by doing things like going to the debating sessions yeah. it helped me to find a way of putting my thoughts down so that I was actually able to make my point, back it up and, you know, and, yeah. and have it and say it and be confident about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, which was a couple, as I said, of those skills that I was just missing out on. But then, of course, it just happened that um, the president that was before me was an event manager. So 
I was just kind of picking her brain. How how do you run an event? How do you oh, do a budget? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, so it was uh, it was all about the networks then that you make within the chamber, you know, within yeah. the local organization, okay. all the people that are members, then yeah. then you get to pull off their skills okay. as well. Right. You okay. know. Oh, that's a, nice yeah. yeah, so when I needed to to find out how to make a, a proper budget, you know, it was a uh, I, I kind of cornered one of the boys that works in KPMG and I was like, can you run me through the most basic budget? <laughs> you know, and, and they sit down with you, you know, like, and it's just like friends, cup of tea, learn yeah. new skill, yeah. uh, come along. So, okay. yeah. Was that the group that I kind of came to? Yeah, that, that was yeah. Uh, when, when we dragged you along for, yeah. for social drinks one evening. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, even that evening, God, everyone yeah. was from totally different places. It was, but it was, it was interesting, though, and it was kind of nice to see, like, you know, to meet, I think, a couple of people weren't, like, from Aberdeen. I don't think anyone in that group weren't from, like, actually, Aberdonians. But it was actually a nice little chat. Yeah, know, yeah. Catch up, and you could see, obviously, you know, for you, I guess that was, like, a big way of, like, improving like your confidence and actually saying well this is what I can do and I can do that you know and I can do this and I can actually oh yeah you know why not you know I think this follow through is a really great idea yeah and give back to the community back to the community as well I think for me I think you know like I'll probably like you know always thinking about the kind of podcast idea I think, oh oh, oh it's, it's an idea but you know oh, maybe like oh you know, you kind of talk yourself out of those kind of things a bit. And um, then you need people around you talking back into it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. no, I, I often come up with great ideas and then somebody beside me is like, yeah, Lee, no, I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, you're probably right. And then when I'm like doubting something, they're yeah. like, no, I think you should. I think you should yeah. try it at least, you know, yeah. and it it's nice to have those people around you as well. Mm. Who are your friends at yeah. the same time, you know, they, yeah. um, but... The one nice thing, I suppose, about Junior Chamber is the fact that I love to travel. Okay. And, uh, and we're rooted in like 100 countries. Right. I'll never get to them all, but okay. I'll get to like at least 20. Okay. <laughs> so nice. uh, uh, so we organise events um, for international travel mm-hmm. um, and we go all over the world mm-hmm. uh, because through our membership, um, our members organise the events which keeps the cost down from, yeah. you know, if you're going to a high profile conference, mm. um, which could cost you thousands and thousands of pounds, yeah. you know, because our members run the events and get sponsorship for them, we get them at, you know, a fantastic rate. Okay. And uh, we had a national, a world conference right. back in November. Right. And you had speakers, um, we had Kofi Annan speaking, oh, okay. you know, and it was just like we watched it I didn't go to it mm-hmm. um but I was able to watch it back uh, through our channels and was like oh my god that's like amazing yeah. and this year um we're partnered with the UN as well right. and I've been keen to learn more about how our partnership works with the UN mm-hmm. and so this year I'm really trying to make my summer holidays around going to the UN Global Summit okay. uh that JCI organize yeah. every year in New York right. so it's like I organise most of my holidays around JCI events, like around the world. <laughs> like, so, uh, you know, because I was like, when am I going to get this opportunity? Once I turn it's 40 like, and I'm kicked out of the organisation, I'm going to have to pay for things it's myself. Like your, uh, it's, like, it's just like your equivalent to like train spotting. Just like, I'm going to go to, <laughs> like, I'm yeah, yeah. Like just put on a map, you know. Uh, yeah, like when yeah. I, um, me and one of my pals, we had this mad notion last year that we'd go to Russia okay. for our holidays. Right. And when I was there, I was uh, sending out some, some messages to some of the JCI guys and yeah, we were taking out for coffee everywhere oh, in Russia that we oh, went because 
there's literally JCI chapter everywhere oh, you go. Oh, okay. You know, and the same in, in Estonia and the same in Poland. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's everywhere we went yeah. um, on our summer holidays. We, we found some JCI members and right. they helped us out and told us what to do or where to go or okay. where the best coffee is or where the best, you know, cool, food cool. is. Yeah, that's not, that sounds really good then. So you see, I think for for me, I can imagine like your weeks are always kind of busy. You're teaching. <laughs> Definitely never. Well, you know, yeah, teaching changes yeah, every yeah, day. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you're doing like the, the JCI And stuff. then on my lunchtime, I send out some emails. And oh, then after school, I, maybe, <laughs> I go and have chats and coffees with people and then I try and encourage them to, to come along and join things with me. And then you're organising the Aberdeen soup stuff as well. Yeah. Do you ever have something like a, like a off button? A, a like, Sunday, a yeah. Sunday, oh, okay. Sunday is my off button. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like Sunday is uh, is my day. Okay. And I like to go for walk or mm-hmm. go and grab something, and it's like if I have to do anything on a Sunday, it's yeah. never until at least eight o'clock yeah. in the evening. So yeah, it's uh, Sundays are my day. Okay. Get cool. up early, go do things. Oh, nice. Clear yeah. the head, you know, and uh, and then unfortunately when I start clearing the head, it makes room for more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't stop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know because like obviously this podcast is like you know about you know um uh, school and creativity in Aberdeen and I'm kind of interested to find out how how has the creative community responded to Aberdeen soup what's the feedback feedback been like about you know I think we just haven't tapped into the creative okay. community just yet okay. we've got a little bit but yeah. we've we've not really tapped into the heart of it yeah where you know people are just coming up with these fantastic ideas mm-hmm. about projects and you know, we kind of really, really want to engage, but we, I, I personally just don't know how. So okay. when uh, when I started talking to you for the first time, yeah. I was like, you know, going great, this is fantastic. You yeah. know people, and I don't know people, yeah. so I'm gonna get you to know more people, so, so that I know more people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like funny, Pokemon, collect them all. Collect them all, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A, it's like why why do it yourself when you know you can make friends with other people that, yeah. that know more than you. Yeah, I think you know just uh, going by my kind of experience of like engaging with the creative community in Aberdeen, I think it's very welcoming, very open arms and stuff, and like just the kind of the correspondence I've been getting of people saying, "Oh, is there any way I can help out?" So I think you know it's a really good set for you to kind of get involved in. I'm sure like you know people be very receptive to obviously what you're doing. You know, because you're giving back, you're helping, you're supporting local people. Trying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you know, get on to like six, you know, Aberdeen Soup, and then it'll be like... I think it's just know. that, you know, it's the word of mouth, it's getting the word of mouth mm-hmm. out about it that little bit wider each time. Yeah, yeah. And so it's encouraging more people to talk about it. Yeah. So don't hold it to yourself. That's my main message, yeah, you know. Yeah, It's like, yeah. spread the word. Tell more people about it. I definitely have been spreading the word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so, like... But yeah. that's it. That's you know my message kind of at the soup as well is that this is a great event, but it's only going to be a great event if we, if we talk yeah. about it and yeah. keep it going. So Absolutely. it's like people need to apply, people need to come. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's really at the power of the community mm-hmm. to come back into soup yeah. and and kind of find it, I suppose, support it, and mm-hmm. you know that's how it'll keep going because the only way that uh, that I can keep running them is that if you have that extra part of support behind you, yeah. which I suppose it keeps it organic mm-hmm. and it keeps it that, you know, I, I kind of like the term sometimes, but I don't forget grassroots yeah. of people supporting people yeah. to do better, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's really the big message is, yeah. uh, 
is you know talk about it yeah. if you like our page share it too yeah. <laughs> and i guess you know it's, it's about that kind of that kind of common sense feeling like you know things only get better in like our city if people are helping each other yeah and, if you're know, enthusiastic about yeah. it you know and it's yeah. uh and it's, you know i am so enthusiastic about it i try and rub a little bit of that off everyone i meet yeah. so <laughs> yeah yeah like a little bit of magic dust it's just trying <laughs> like <laughs> No, I think, you know, it's, it's for me, like, and it, it was for, like, a mutual acquaintance, Tom, who told me about the Alisuit thing. And, and I, was, I, like, I met Tom through the Vanguard project, yeah. which I got roped into because of JCI. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's like, and, uh, and so, he had told you about it, that's right. Yeah, so it's, it's like, yeah, the word does get spread and stuff, you know, and then, you know, through that, you're on the podcast. So, yeah, so, like, thumbs up to, you know. Tom, yeah, yeah, thanks, Tom. Well. Yeah, 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 we say hi. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I guess like you know, for you it's gonna be a really a continued kind of busy year. Well, this is this is going to be the start. I'll tell you, this is the start already of like just such a busy like even the first six months, Mm -hmm. we've locked in so much stuff. We're doing um, we're going to do a a fundraiser. Well, actually, if anyone's interested, we've Mm -hmm. got negotiation skills day. So um, from a barrister down in in Glasgow who does uh, all sorts of training events, Mm -hmm. he's like thirty years experience of of teaching professionals all over the world right. about conflict management and negotiation and all those other things okay. that um, and he's coming up to us to do a negotiation skills day okay. which is just teaching you the basics about if you've never had to negotiate anything in your life and yeah. you just are a bit unsure of what a win-win is yeah then that's something so we have that on offer and uh, if this goes out in time <laughs> it's yeah. a, you know come along it's a it's on the jci events page okay and when's he coming up what he's coming up on the 17th of february okay and, uh, so it's just a tenor for people if they want to okay. come along and, okay. uh, and it's a really great day actually with him right. scott johnson is just such a fantastic coach mm-hmm. um and then we're doing our first fundraiser um and we're calling it go mad for march so right. mad is in make a difference oh, okay. <laughs> right, cool. so it's about making a little difference in your life maybe mm-hmm. not buying the large coffee buying a small one and giving us the difference okay um so the same with don't buy six pack or don't buy one buy six you know yeah. whatever you save on buying six individuals yeah. save the difference you know right. and uh so we're going to be doing that for two charities um, in March. Okay. And um, so that's hopefully something that we're going to try and encourage and local people to do. Um, well, we haven't picked the local charity okay. yet. We're still discussing that. But mm. we the other charity we have is one of our 10 outstanding young people mm. um, who won the award last year for JCI, um, Miles Edwards from the Katimba Edwards Foundation over in Kenya. Okay. So we're looking at having it between um, himself uh, when it goes over there and also a local charity so oh, we're cool. just going to choose which uh, which our members yeah. feel the most passionate about okay and in terms of our suit like are you guys still looking like you know for volunteers oh stuff? yeah okay. like I mean for the next one that'll be going on uh, in March but mm-hmm. also in July it'd be really lovely to get somebody that would like to be a part of an organisation yeah. that would um, that would like to actually take a role and and you know really take ownership of of a part of the project okay and uh, yeah that would be lovely right, cool. a, so yeah that's march then that's like yeah. the middle of march yeah. yeah um and then in august or sorry in april we're running the national conference for jca um for all of scotland yeah. um and we've got lots of international guests that are coming there so it's fantastic mm-hmm. uh, and we're trying to encourage local people to come for for the day sessions if they'd like to meet and it's all about teamwork, collaboration, and we've got lots of speakers, and um, 
and a big social event then kind of in the evening as well yeah. and we also are running a debating academy alongside of that weekend as yeah. well so if anyone ever wondered about debating or just kind of wanted to know about how to get your point across mm. um, then that's a really cool academy oh. too so that's all on the Facebook on the events page as well yeah. and then when we're coming in every month we're running a training session okay. <laughs> every month we're, we're going to be having um, uh, like an open doors yeah kind of a behind the scenes mm -hmm. after hours events uh, where we go to visit local businesses that are after hours so basically yeah. we're working all day all right. so it'll be like from half past six to eight in the evening so we get to go into places around Aberdeen that maybe sometimes you wouldn't get the opportunity to go yeah. in and visit and see yeah. and just see how they work and yeah. what makes them tick okay. so we do these visits we've been doing it for the last couple of years and they're really popular so we decided that uh, we're going to up our game a little bit and find some right, find cool. some new and exciting nice places to visit this yeah. year so um, so yeah, it's like for the first six months, I won't know my name. <laughs> There's a lot going on, but you know, fantastic things though, yeah. really, really good things. And yeah. they're all happening in Aberdeen. It is, you know? absolutely. You know, I think it is, you know, it's a very interesting city. And I think the fact that, you know, there are a lot of people doing stuff, doing positive, creative, community-based projects. I think that definitely has to be celebrated more like you know like yourself coming on today and speaking about what you what you've been doing in the projects you know your diary is probably more busy than mine right but you know it's it's it's, it's really nice for me to hear that you know like i, I kind of see myself as still like as even though i've lived in Aberdeen for a long time as a guest yeah so kind of yeah. like you know i'm a guest of the city and how people responded to me has been nice and kind and so i think it's kind of nice to give back in a way yeah, I think, yeah. you know, if you're living here, yeah. you can kind of think of it in two ways, I think. And this is the, the way I've always thought about where like, you can stay here yeah. or you can live here. Yeah, yeah. You know, and even if I'm only somewhere for a year, mm. I want to live there. Mm. You know, I don't want to be a guest. Yeah. I want to stay. I don't yeah. want to stay, you yeah. know. And I remember I heard that phrase for the first time when I moved to Scotland it's like oh you know are you staying here and I was like no I'm living here and they're yeah. like oh right like you know are you sure like you're only here for two years you know it was like um and that was when I moved out to the Hebrides yeah. um when I came to Scotland first and mm -hmm. and from I suppose the first month I broke my ankle and I was living in a cottage at the end of a road in the middle of nowhere <laughs> right down by the sea and I I was just like are you actually kidding me right now and uh, and one of the girls in my work she came down and collected me every morning and and she brought me back every night and then somebody would take me shopping and I was like god you know what such I was such a bad experience it actually made me become part of the community okay. because everybody was rolling around to help me <laughs> it's like you know I had people coming down just making sure I was okay and you know and then when I came here, I was like, I had been such an, like, an immense part of the community up there. I had literally thrown myself into Kaylee dancing, this, the, you know, the, the gym, the swimming uh, crew. I'd been, I went to canoeing, uh, kayaking. Yeah. I did everything up there, absolutely everything. Yeah. We ran food festivals. We, we started a community radio station. We, you know, we did everything. We just, like, you threw yourself in, and I really felt like I was part of that community. Yeah. And when I came to Aberdeen, you have to start again, you know, yeah. obviously. And then you do feel like a guest for a while, but it's like, I'm going to be a guest forever, being yeah. honest, if yeah. I just don't find a way to become part of the community yeah. and feel like I really yeah. live here, yeah. you know. And that's, that's, I suppose, a big driver for me. I, like, I have a, 
I'm a needy person. I need to belong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's about as needy as I get, yeah. being honest. Yeah. So you, have that, you have to have that need for a sense of community. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, and it's so. just because the community that I grew up in, yeah. where people just help people, you mm. know, they they dig in their heels and they're just like, what do you need? We'll, we'll do that for you, yeah. you know. Um, and you have to, I suppose, be part of it yeah. in order to reap the benefits of it. Oh yeah, you know. I think definitely you have to kind of definitely engage with that, you know, you know whatever community you're in, you know, to kind of get something back as well. It's, it's, it's a two-way relationship. Every, yeah. every relationship is, isn't it? Like, it is. It's, give it's give and take. take. Yeah, on yeah. both sides. But no, I, you know, I really want to thank you for coming on the podcast. But, you know, slight disclaimer: this is again because. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say to him, but fuck it, I'll say it. Yeah, you, you know, somebody messed up. Yeah, somebody messed up. <laughs> somebody recorded a mini soap, all kind of like, you know, really proud of myself, and then went to click the save, and then click accidentally delete. So this is like the second kind of episode. Aren't you lucky? Like, you've had my yeah. company twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you, you know, like, for coming on um, again. The, the other previous episode is out there in the digital ether somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, but thank you, Elaine Cleary, for coming on episode eight of the Creative Me podcast. Fantastic. Yeah, and thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Really appreciate the likes and the follows on social media and such. And I'm kind of looking forward to interviewing more interesting and diverse people in Aberdeen. So, yeah, stay in let's touch. Let's keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah. let's keep it rolling. <laughs> and we'll catch up with you guys soon. So, that's bye from myself, Aika, and Elaine Cleary. Bye from me. Bye.